0: The best, uh, best, 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 best radio station, radio station on, the on the internet. All Flavors Radio.
1: Hi, I'm Eddie Saunders of the New Jersey Connection, and you're listening to Wimbo and Naturally Leavely Drive Time Show on AllFlavorsRadio.com. They got all the flavor, all the flavor. Keep it locked right here, and don't touch that dial, please. When no one is watching. That is your opportunity to grow. That is your opportunity to put in the work that will shock the world. How do you know for sure if someone is going to be successful or not? I can give it to you with one question. What do you do when no one is watching? Because what you do when no one is watching will most likely define where you end up. Do you work for praise or do you work for pride? When no one is watching do you work for praise or do you work for pride? They won't know if you've done the work or not, but you will. They won't know, but you will. You are the one who lives with the pride or the regret. If you haven't put in the work and you don't make it, you have to live with that, no one else. If you've been out partying, when you should have been working, when you lose, That's on you. If you've been taking it easy, when you should have been learning and growing, when you fail, you have to live with that. You can talk all you like, but the proof is in the results. When it's showtime, your work will show. Don't work for the accolades. Work for the pride. Don't work for recognition. Work for your pride. Work for your growth. Fall in love with the process the process of growth, expansion. Your only competition is you. Where you've been versus where you're going. Who you were versus who you're going to be. I've heard it say that you are rewarded in public for the work you do in private. The medals are won in the darkness when no one is watching. The championship is won behind closed doors by doing the work when no one is watching. The results are achieved by the little details no one sees. Who you are going to be does not come down to what others see. Every little detail comes. Don't measure yourself against others. Don't look to see who's watching your progress. If you're making big enough progress, they'll all be watching. Until you get to that point, get your hand down and work for the love of work. Work on you. Go to war with your old self and leave that old you in the shadows of yesterday. Because today, today a new you is born. This new you does not need validation from anyone. This new you is only after growth, self-growth. Keep going.
2: Pleasant, pleasant welcome to you all here on allflavorsradio.com. I am Wimbo77. And I'm naturally Lily. How are you doing, naturally Lily? I'm good, the sun
3: is out, so I'm happy.
2: Oh, it's so beautiful, isn't it, out there? Yes. And um, it's lovely when the summer kind of raises its head. Longer days mm. and shorter nights,
3: right?
4: Yeah.
2: And that's what we look forward to in this time that we, you know, that
3: we're in. So what are our questions for tonight then? So the questions are, do men have the right to make choices on what women do? And the scenario is you go to a party and you get kidnapped.
2: What should you do? What should you do? And just um, on saying that, I'd just like to say a big high five to all of the DJs that you've done amazing, amazing things over the start end, as well as Mark Philogene, DJ Slim um, for Monday night. You can catch DJ Mark Philogene on a Monday from six till eight, as well as on a Sunday from four till six. All right. So we'll be healing out um, the DJs very shortly and bigging up everyone in the chat room as well as in on tune in and the world WhatsApp crew, everyone. So thank you so much for joining us tonight. So thanks for those questions, Lily. So as you said, do men have the right to make choices on what women do? Mm -hmm. And you go to a party, you get kidnapped, what do you do? So
3: what is our first fact then? So you only have to be in line before the polls close in order to vote. You don't have to cast your vote before the polls close. As long as you're in line, you're legally allowed to vote. So what does that mean, do you think? I don't know. You you have to be in line. You just have to make sure you're lining up before five o'clock. And then
2: they have to let you in. Yeah. Regardless of if, if it's six o'clock or seven o'clock.
3: But then my thing is, how are they going to know that you've been in line before Wait five? To. If it is seven o'clock and the line was that long. Not that it is ever that long, but yeah. Mm,
2: I don't know. I'm not too sure. I think sure. that's
3: American though. That's not UK.
2: So you could be in the line to cast your vote. Maybe they come along with the papers and then they... Mind you, it must be all electronic now. No. The voting system. No. They still do it on paper.
3: Well, they had... The station at the school the other day. So, but I'm wondering if I don't it, think there was electronic. Okay,
2: they don't set it up electronically. That it you go into like the kit and maybe. See, it looked like they was sticking t- pieces of paper to me. So then it means that these votes can still be falsified. You can falsify them even if it was electronic. Very true. Because We spoke about this a long time on the show that Dick Gregory. That he he actually won the the vote. Back in the sixties.
3: Oh yeah, I think we have mentioned this. Yeah, and, and um, they fixed it. They fixed it so that he didn't win. Of course, there you go. As but they he do. did win.
2: He did win, and they know that he won the seats in that New York part. But mm. yeah, he he won by a windfall because well, there's a lot of us in the world, isn't there? And I guess there's a lot of um, black folk in in New York. Mm. Hence, he he won the that particular time but never like I said you're selected and not elected Mm -hmm. so there you go if you stand in line before the polls close in order to vote you you don't have to cast your vote before the polls close just as long as you're in line you're legally allowed to vote so the next one is you can't
3: or you can leave everything to own your pet what you can leave everything you own to your pet (laughs) (laughs) so you don't have if you don't have any close friends who feel like good choices to inherit your fortune, not a problem. Your pets can be listed as the beneficiaries of your will. However, as was the case with famed hot- hotelier Leona Helmsley' prized pooch, their total payout may be reduced if your heirs contest the will. Her pup got only two million dollars. Only oh my goodness, two million dollars. Of what was supposed to be 12 million inheritance in the end. I personally think it's extremely selfish to will your money, your estate, your animal. Why? If, 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 because if it's you... an animal. Someone else is going to take, take it over. So inevitably that money goes to someone that's not even a pet. relative.
2: Because the pet don't know nothing about money, really, does it? Come, Come on. on now. Human sometimes.
3: Human, human behaviour is very questionable at times, right? Very very i just feel like people <laughs> people will their wealth to their pets to spite
2: <laughs> yeah that's right but they still got 10 million this this family but yeah know. but instead
3: of them having to meet mi- so imagine there's four siblings instead of you getting your three million each now you're on 2.5 2 point. it's a bit less than that Ten. If it's, it's, it's
2: they've taken two, then it's ten left, and there's four. This quarter. Yeah, two and a two two point two thousand
3: two hundred and fifty. I mean, that's that's not fair. Two thousand
2: five hundred. Two million. 500. Two 500,000. 2, oh,
3: 500, no, two million two hundred and fifty thousand. Okay, so but well. still, we could have had three, but the parent decided that the dog was entitled. I mean, you couldn't. You could give the, the dog ten thousand. That would be enough, you know. The dog doesn't know anything about money.
2: When you see them people dressing up their dog in coat and all that stuff, the, the the universe has made it. The Almighty has made it that these animals they have a coat. We don't have a coat. We don't have like fur on our body, so obviously we need clothing, right? I made a
3: TikTok. <laughs> I made a TikTok about that once because this woman was putting. Um, She's taking her cat, not a dog, a cat for a walk. I bought a leash for the cat the other day. But, but anyway. that's fine. Yeah. But then she's putting a co- <laughs> she's putting a coat on the cat. What kind of coat? It's, it's cold coat. outside.
2: Oh, my goodness. She said to,
3: said to the cat, oh. it's cold outside. Come on. And the cat's going. <laughs> 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 she's to put on the coat. <laughs> oh, there you go. And I'm like, when will we learn animals were created to be outside? The mm. concept of an animal being domesticated
2: it's when humans come along and done it yeah yeah they're not supposed to be inside foolishness foolishness and leaving two million twelve million pounds to a dog is even more foolishness i mean you could have given that to an orphanage or someone exactly to charity yeah mind you these charities these days they're just as bad no but there are some good
3: ones like there are um what are they called not hostels give it to a pet charity no <laughs> <laughs> they could have they could have given it to like a you know the last when you go when you're about to for for um pastoral care, okay a hospice, yeah, hospices always need like new clothes and mm. things money, like that money to and run. money they mm. could have donated it to them, mm. but they gave it to the, 12 million 12 million to your
2: pooch
4: yeah
2: that's a very fortunate pooch indeed <laughs> so the next one is water won't put out the grease fire well no. we know that right no nah, but a lot of people don't okay well water will make grease fires much much worse mm-hmm. we've seen that we've seen it, that um sometimes we, where they've done these shows and then someone, the, the the fire starts and they get water and throw it and then it just goes, oh, like, yeah. engulfs everything. So instead, starve the fire of oxygen by completely covering it and removing it from the heat. If possible, baking soda will also help put out grease fire, as will Class B fire, fire extinguisher. The mm. funny thing is, I remember once I was putting, I was meant to be cooking some eggs or something, yeah. so I put the, um, the pot on the stove. It was only a tiny little, small little frying pan. And I forgot it was on the fire. Oh, no. And I was hanging some curtains in the living room. And then I saw this smoke coming out. And, like, I really panicked. So I called 999. <laughs> the fire. They came. And you see these really huge guys, these buff guys, um, come in the house they got it. <laughs> got it under control and they come out with this really tiny... Frame pan just walking outside, and then Mara Oh, so
3: my embarrassed!
2: Goodness. So embarrassed, but um, yeah, I don't even know if I tried to put water on it, I don't know what happened in that situation. But I was scared, and Jeez. I just all I thought was, thought, No, 999. No, 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 no. Um, yeah, that was oh, in this wow. house actually, it was in this house. So
3: I've had oh, the fire the fire brigade come to my flat before, really, but it wasn't a fire, it was because. <laughs> It was because um, while I was sleeping, my cat jumped onto the counter, which they know not to do. So that was the first red flag and um, turn on the tap. But the tap, I don't know how the plug got in the sink, but the plug was in the sink, the tap overfilled. I obviously was sleeping rather soundly because I didn't realize any of this was going on. It was piping hot water. And as, so I got knock, knock, knock on the door, knock, knock, bang, 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 bang. bang. And in my, I'm scared because there's like, I can see blue lights outside and yeah. oh my gosh, what's happening? And I've gone to open the door and these, these like you say, big buff white guys standing at the door. <laughs> oh my God, what's <laughs> And they're like, you need to let us in? <laughs> no, I don't need to let you in. <laughs> oh no, I don't know what's happened. And there's like, there's a leak coming from your flat. What house was that? And then I, up there, up the back there. Okay. And then I looked down the floor, I was like, oh yeah, there's water. <laughs> <laughs> and it was all steamy. So I had seen uh, steam. Yeah. Which obviously that, it wasn't fire steam, it was the steam from the oh, water, water. And they came and turned off the tap, but the water had leaked down into the neighbours downstairs and was coming through their light light bulb oh my switches. So yeah, yeah that, that was embarrassing. Happen. It can
2: happen. But we, I mean, we're talking about putting out grease fire. Yeah. We want to avoid putting the water on it and our experiences with the Fire Brigade. What are your experiences with the Fire Brigade? Let us know. Let us know. Okay, listeners. So, 44, you can probably mute your microwave. Well. Not that we use. We don't really use a microwave. It says most modern microwaves come with a mute option. Sometimes it's as easy as finding the button that has mute written on it. In smaller letters and holding that down for a while. Otherwise, check your owner's manual and exponentially improve your quality of life.
3: Why would you mute a microwave? Because then you're not going to know when it's going to go off. Yeah, but I
2: remember hearing this story, right? It was about a woman and she only ever knew how to to cook her husband's food in the microwave. So every time when he got home, he'd hear ping. And his wife would say, darling, your dinner's ready. (laughs) So perhaps... In order not to have, be so psychically, maybe psychologically damaged for the fact that all you're eating are microwave meals, if you muted that button, then he wouldn't make that correlation with microwave food and so forth. What do you think?
3: I'm gonna say this. <laughs> I don't own a microwave, but I am mm. very close to getting one just because of the really access sometimes. But um, not good. I knew one. <clears throat> Someone I used to work with used to, and I know many people do this, and it's so wrong, used to cook their vegetables in the microwave. Right. And I'm trying to understand (laughs) why you would cook vegetables in the microwave. I know you can buy, I know you can buy microwavable packs, freezer bags, Mm. of vegetables and put them in the microwave, but... You do realise yeah. that the microwave just deads any of the, the nutrition yeah, that's in the microwave. Is and when
2: she a said value. Like,
5: yeah,
3: nutritional value, a
2: couple
5: at all. minutes in the microwave, bing, and then it's all redding. And I
3: was like, Really? <laughs>
2: really? Oh, my. Well, different strokes for different folks. If you are, I mean, when, no, I was at Excel the other day and they had a microwave convention. <laughs> a microwave <laughs> convention. And I mean, they must be. Because now we've we've moved on to things like air fryers. Apparently and they're not good for all you All these kind of
3: things. Really? Why? I don't know. I was reading something about with a, air. a certain brand of them. One of the brands was quite carcinogenic, but I can't remember oh, which one it was.
2: Wow. But we've moved kind on of there. Yeah. And I, I don't mind waiting for 20, 30 an hour, however long it takes for my
3: food. No, I don't mind. Fresh, really? I mean, I we cook our dinner fresh, so... Once it's cooled down, mm. like we had friends over on Sunday, and um, my friend, she's a mum, so she don't never get to eat warm food because she's got to feed the children first. And by the time she was ready to eat her food, it's like, oh yeah, we don't have a microwave because they don't have a microwave cold. either. Yeah, but it's like we can feel each other's pain. Oh, imagine if we had one, you know, just pop it in, warm it up, and whatever. Um, it would still go cold pretty quickly. It will, it but, cold but you'd have. It. The option to eat it now like once yeah. the baby's fed you go warm up your food you could start eating that hot food now yeah, yeah. but um yeah. yeah
2: well that mute button is it useful let us know do you have a microwave you know lots of people are becoming very health conscious and a microwave isn't an option in their home no. so you know we'll, we'll let's like i said different strokes for different folks so the last one. This what's this one here, Lily? I
3: think this is a good one. Finishing your antibiotics is crucial. If you stop taking antibiotics before you're supposed to, any bacteria that didn't get killed can develop an immunity to that antibiotic and become a super strain that's more difficult to kill in the future. So keep taking your pills even if you feel better. Yeah. I know this fact because <clears throat> um, I know when you go on a first when you go on a course of antibiotics. You don't feel better the first day, the second day, you start taking them because they tend to take action on day three, day yeah, four. Yeah,
2: three, yeah.
3: And by those day three, day four, people think, oh, I feel better now. Mm, don't
2: need
4: and to finish. And then
3: they'll stop taking it. But actually, it's only mm. just started working. Yeah. And it's only just started getting rid of the bacteria, fighting that bacteria. So it's cutting it like, short is dangerous. It's a
2: bit like it, the bacteria or the virus will kick in three days after contracting exactly the incubation period more sense to do that because it it works in the opposite way of getting rid of it so that that bacteria will stay in your body for up to two weeks or Mm. maybe longer who knows less perhaps but your course of antibiotics or the course of medication that you've been given to treat that that would work sort of in the Mm. opposite way isn't it so and it's been studied they've
3: done this in a in a Petri dish, and they see how long it takes. That's why they say five or seven days. They see how long it takes for it to start working. That's why Mm. we say, Oh, on day three, you're just going to start feeling better. And then they look and see, Okay, by day seven, Mm. all of that bacteria is gone. That's why you have a seven day course of antibiotics. If you are going to take antibiotics you're obviously agreeing with the fact that someone's done their research and yeah. someone's tested it out for the fact that you start taking it so trust the process with everything you've got to trust the process absolutely
2: and see things through are, are we ones that start something and don't stop halfway are we someone that likes to see things to fu- fruition all the way or do we you know fly by night or uh, miss because even missing taking your antibiotics mm. it doesn't help you've got to if you start Monday, if it's a seven day thing, then you finish Sunday mm. with no gaps in between. Otherwise, and that breaks down, that breaks the, the reactiveness of it, right?
3: Yeah. And even when it comes to the type, I remember I was put on a course of antibiotics um, earlier in the year. Mm. And I know this, this um, type of antibiotic and I know it doesn't work <laughs> for me. Yeah. So when I got it, I was a bit annoyed because I could have just gone and picked it up from my friend at work. Or, But I went and took the antibiotics. I got the same infection again a couple of months later. I think it was a couple of weeks later. Yeah, that long. And I remember the the, the doctor saying to me, because I had a phone um, consultation, I remember her saying to me on the phone, oh, I'm going to give you antibiotics. And I said, you're not going to give me those ones, are you? And she goes, oh, why? And I said, because I have those and they don't work. She goes, mm-hmm. oh, I'm glad you know. Because that is because of people not taking the courses... The full I've been that person that hasn't taken the full course. Yeah. And your body builds up resistance. The the bacteria that's in your body says, builds though, up it? resistance. Yeah, so it's super
4: strange. Yeah. So mm. it's
3: not gonna work for you. And then you end up having to go on the stronger. Yeah. Brand the more stronger potent, strain of more brutal, exactly, and mm. the ones that just tear everything. Once one bacteria takes away hundreds, some of the ones that you need in your body. So, mm. definitely finish your course of antibiotics.
2: But then, as well, there are natural antibiotics. So, if you eat lots of uh garlic, that's mm. a natural antibiotic. Lots of th- these things are in our food. So, how do we consume? How what do we eat? Because sometimes within certain foods, especially processed things, they have a lot of bacteria, bad things, Mm. things that aren't good for us in them. So, yeah, but that is very true. Finishing your antibiotics is crucial. So we've spoken on. You only have to be in line before the polls
3: close in order to vote. You can leave everything to your... Sorry, leave everything you own to your pet. Water won't put out a grease fire. You can probably mute your microwave. And finishing your antibiotics
2: is crucial. We'll see y'all in five. This
6: is the station with all your music in one place. and I'm
3: Naturally Lily Join us for the Let's Talk
2: Drive Time show Every
6: Tuesday evening between 6 and
3: 8pm we can discuss discussed fun facts The word of the day and current events Join in
0: the conversation See you in the chat room Dominution Promotions and All Flavours Radio Proudly present We Ready to Party Again boat Style Come and party on board the permanently moored Teresa Joanne, King George V Dock Woolwich Man Away E16 QNJ on Saturday the 16th of July. Come and join us for a splendid night of fun, music, vibes and grown up raving. Your entertainers will be Musty DJ Specialist and DJ Shyboy alongside the All Flavours Radio team of Ninja Man Lloyd, George Flavours, DJ Laro and DJ John J.E. Playing the best in soca, reggae, acrobeat, soul, and much much more. Smart dress is essential for this one. The first 100 ticket holders will get a complimentary glass of Prosecco and there'll be food available to buy supplied by Sunset Caterers. Boarding starts at 9.30pm and we party till 3.30am. Get your 20 tickets now from Eventbrite or getyourtickets.co.uk. We ready to party again! Are you? Sometimes, a simple question can be all it takes to interrupt someone's suicidal thoughts and start them on the road to recovery. The Samaritan Small Talk Saves Lives campaign is aimed at giving people the tools to help prevent suicide. Here's Claire to tell you more.
5: A little small talk and a simple question like, hello, what's the time? Where can I get a coffee? Or how great is this weather? Can be all it takes to interrupt someone's
0: suicidal thoughts and help set them on the journey to recovery. Find out more at samaritans.org. And remember, small talk saves lives.
7: Snapback FM presents a night called Keeping It Simple on Friday, 29th of July at the Refreshment Rooms. Entertainment on the night from Mr. Funky, DJT, Mr. Jams, Mr. Viking, DJ Tibbs and DJ Specialist. Doors open 10pm till 4am, first 50 tickets are £5, already selling fast, then it's £10 advanced tickets and more on the door. Location is refreshment rooms, 25 Broadway, London E15 4BQ. More info on tickets, birthday bookings, hen nights, stag nights. Call 07930-495581 or 07831-540-449 or contact any of the DJs. Keeping it simple, no gimmicks, bringing you good music and good vibes.
0: Broadcasting worldwide, online, 24-7. All Flavours Radio...
8: I wake from my slumber. I wish I could call you up, miss how you'd put your love on me.
6: Why you got my number? Wish I could feel your touch. Wish you could follow up on me.
8: You never know when to chill. Always talk about keep it real. Only till you've had your fill Then you wanna cry ill will Really thought you knew the deal Oh, oh well I guess that's what happens When two fools be falling in love Mixing some pain and some passion Nothing is ever If you can, take my hand I promise we'll find love again Love again if you can, take my hand I promise we'll find love again, yeah Oh
6: So, Round your boys you act so tough Like you never been in love If you don't quit acting up Alone is weighing on enough, I promise You may think that I'm crazy You should ask around about me Put your trust in me, baby yeah, 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 yeah. I
8: wake from my slumber Wish I could call
4: you up Miss how you'd put your love on me
6: Hey, boy, you got my number I Wish I could feel your touch Wish you could follow up on me Hold on until the
8: end Hold on till you can't extend I'll be clinging on to you
6: i be clinging on to you And then begin again Orbiting around and then Cycle back around to you Coming back around to you I'm coming back around and Even on your worst day
8: Love you in the worst way Circling around for eternity Going through the motions, you're turning me Eternally
6: Drifting on my own again Reaching out to hold your hand I wanna be alone with you Can I be alone with you? Can I be alone with you? If you can take my hand I promise we'll find love again Love again Uh oh
2: Okay, naturally Lily. So next. Word of the day. Word of the day.
3: I know this word. So do I. I know what it means. Indoctrinate. Indoctrinate. I do know what it means, but <laughs> I don't it's Indoctrinate. When you when you put your ideals and your your beliefs into someone else.
2: Excellent. Well I don't think we can put our beliefs into someone else so they just have to believe it.
3: No. You can you say- can brainwash people.
2: Mm. it says to teach someone to fully accept the ideas, opinions and beliefs of a particular group and to not consider other ideas, opinions and beliefs. The goal of the professor is to teach politics rather than the indoctrinate rather than to indoctrinate students with a narrow set of political beliefs. Mm. So yes, it's to teach people to put ideas into them or teach them ideas. I don't know, what would you say, Lily?
3: I feel like when we associate when we think of this word, we associate it with a negative kind of connotation. But obviously, teaching is a positive thing. Mm. Um, in it says, indoctrinate in context. Moreover, in a pluralistic society, parents from varied backgrounds want to know their children can receive a public education without being indoctrinated into a faith not their own. Mm. So, in other words, if you sent your non-catholic child to a catholic school they would be indoctrinated yeah, to be follow catholicism yeah um but in general public schools that's not what you expect to happen with your children but i
2: think even because it speaks a yes of religion but i think ideas um that school indoctrinates young people especially when it comes to things like uh you know child q for instance that whole... That's, or the hair thing, like, you've got to follow their ways. That's not that's indoctrination, in- I don't think. No?
3: I think, I think indoctrination... So, I don't think... I think being indoctrinated is putting a thought process in someone's head. Yeah. I don't think school teaches you how to think. No, it doesn't. I but think school certain- teaches you how to follow instruction so not having your hair in a certain way is following instruction
2: so it's conforming ideas opinions and beliefs is what it's highlighting so yeah i guess i guess it's that just um yeah they they expect it's an expectation yeah okay as opposed to being taught and instilling Mm. because teaching is instilling isn't it as if you're teaching in the right way however there are some things that people possibly teach that are not good for yeah everybody because yeah. i
3: i feel like a good english teacher mm. instills thought processes into students and what i mean by that is when you learn in english literature you get to decipher texts and you get to analyze um different forms of of text mm. and a good teacher will pick the right types of text to analyze and giving their students the ability to really think about something, to really put a process in place. Yeah. And I think English teachers can really do that. Um <clears throat> and there are a couple of other like um couple of other topics yeah. that I think allow you to give children the ability to really analyze. Yeah. Um but I think generally this this curriculum in this country is just English this is a red word. This is a green word. Do as I say, yeah. not as I do. You know, I just yeah, it's it's a dictatorship.
2: So we know, build your vocabulary. Get a word of the day in your inbox every single day. So let's find out what indoctrinate means. As you rightfully said there, Lily, brainwash too many. People, But it's meaning isn't always so negative. When the verb first appeared in English in the 17th century, it simply meant to teach. Mm. A meaning linked closely to its source, the Latin verb docere, which means to teach. Other offspring of docere, including docile, doctor, document, and other word doctrine. By the 19th century, indoctrinate was being used in the sense of teaching someone to fully accept only... The ideas, opinions, and beliefs of a particular group. Mm-hmm. So it's again, everything happened in the nineteenth century, didn't it? <laughs> like, what was it that? What was it the Victorian, the um, the industrial revolution, nineteenth yeah. century, everything it's when the world changed and everything went down, yeah. But um, and that is true. That's that's why we knew that word indoctrinate because we knew that it was associated with something like belief. Yeah. So you indoctrinate someone into a religious faith or something like that Mm. and I just think that um not that we talk much on religion or anything on this show but everyone kind of wants the same thing and that's peace yeah that's love that's living together peacefully yeah but Mm. it's kind of like everyone's got to be the right person when it comes to indoctrination and religion
3: you've linked indoctrination to religion just there yeah I know but I don't, I feel, I don't know. Because it says
2: it's a particular beliefs or opinions or ideas of a particular group.
3: If we're talking about indoctrinate in its actual, what it's supposed to mean to teach, mm-hmm. I think the teachings are positive. I think the teachings, like I are saying, all want the same thing, mm-hmm. peaceful harmony and unity. But I don't think religion I I like to separate the spiritual and religion. I think they're two yeah. separate things. I think religion is a, a profit teaches, making concept, yeah. yeah. And I think spirituality is actually how people want to live their life, and you know that teaching that they follow, regardless of whatever mm. umbrella they come under. Generally, everyone wants to be the same, but everyone thinks that they're the right one, so they're never going to be the same, are they? Yeah,
2: because the ideas or the teachings are ideas, opinions are only relevant to that specific group of people or whatever. Yeah, and it's negative. It It is
3: negative because everyone, if if you are speaking on a religion, religious concept, everyone's my religion is better than yours Mm. because, and then politics, my. Parties better than yours yeah. because in my business football my, yeah, <laughs> my football team's better than yours because we won 14 FA ain't and you ain't won none like everyone is better that that's what indoctrination is yeah. I'm better than you yeah. because yeah believe me believe me don't listen to anybody else
2: there you go so indoctrinate the old terminology was to brainwash but it actually means to teach And it's to teach an opinion, an idea, or, yeah, a belief in a specific group. Okay, so that's our word for the day, indoctrinate. Quite an interesting one, isn't it? Yeah, very. And, um,
3: yeah,
2: how do we, do we even, we we even indoctrinate our children? Mm. Because they'll grow up to do sometimes things like us. They might change it. But generally, people just put like passing the baton on, isn't mm. it? And then they're running with the baton. And then the next person will carry it, run with the baton. Yeah? Yeah. So shout out to John J.E. You can catch, can catch John J.E. on a Sunday, as well as DJ Caddy and DJ Ninja Man Lloyd. You can catch them on a Thursday. And DJ Ninja Man Lloyd on a Sunday evening. And we'll be hailing you all out again very shortly, okay? So what's going on in our WhatsApp corner, naturally, Lily.
3: So um, this was from May. Mm. Home office charging bereaved partners $2,400 for leave to remain in the UK. Many are struggling to pay the fee, which is five times higher than the administrative cost, um, and face destitution and deportation. Eucaria and her daughter moved to the UK in January twenty twenty to look after her husband Patrick after he fell ill, um, and obviously they are being charged the bereavement because he's passed. Mm. I think this is outrageous Absolutely. because not only are you bere- not only are you grieving, you're now homeless technically because mm. if you're having to apply for leave to remain, yeah, that means that they can turn around and should be like no. We're not gonna approve this, you gotta go back home. And then what if they don't have a home to go back to?
2: Or
3: what if he's got
2: property here and the government will just get that? Yeah. As well, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah? So it's this is disgusting. It said bereaved spouses with the right to remain in the UK are facing destinate, destitution and deportation because the Home Office is charging them thousands of pounds to stay the guardian has learned. People whose British spouses or partners have died are calling on the Home Office to waive the 2404 fee for the bereaved partner concession, which grants a husband or wife indefinite leave to remain, according to Home Office data published last month. That would have been in April. The administrative cost of processing such a visa in an estimated four nights, so to process a visa it's four hundred and ninety one pounds.
3: So the processing is so they could charge on five hundred pounds and still make a profit. Yeah. It's disgusting. But it's about
2: five times less than the cost of what they're wanting you to pay, which we said is two thousand four hundred and four pounds. Why is this country so money, 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 money? I don't get it. And like we said on the show before that all those years ago, over sixty years ago, we didn't have half of the taxes that we we pay these days and we were in a much better position.
3: So what is this all about? Is it gone back to the Roman times? I think it's because of um, the fact that we're no longer part of the EU. They can start making up their own rules and mm. they're trying to recoup lots of money that they lost because of poor decision-making. Mm. Um, and they are really targeting immigrants... They're targeting poor families because I, I was I saw somewhere else that um, the tax windfall for the billionaires so pe- higher paid people on a higher income. yeah they said no, no no, no, we're not going to do that. So <laughs> the people that that can actually afford, afford yeah. to pay the tax, they're like, no no we're not going to put that pressure on them. Yeah. And the people that are struggling to afford it, They're like, well, you know... more of a
2: yoke on the neck. Yeah. It's a bit like um, the um, whole pharaoh. Do you remember in the Bible, pharaoh wanted them to make straw? Yeah. But then he took away the straw and they had to go and try and make bricks without the straw? Yeah. It's the same thing. And I saw somewhere that
3: they can charge you, so based on your income, so DWP based on your income there's a percentage that they can charge you and i think it went up to like 2200 they can charge you 20% Jeez. if you've got a if you got if you've been overpaid by them so it doesn't matter if it was your fault or not if they overpaid you by accident you can they can go to your employer and say to your employer you need to take out of their wage their net wage 20%
2: net or gross
3: net oh my net so if your net is over two thousand two hundred, you are paying back four hundred and forty pounds. just one time because we said so. <laughs> Doesn't matter if you've got other bills to pay and if you've got other debtors. We we are we not don't gonna take care. them into consideration. We don't care about your rent. We don't care about your electric and gas. We don't care about your petrol. We don't gas. <laughs> We can date what we want. When yeah. I saw that, I was like, "Wow, date!" This is why working for them and having having the paye part of the the the, the wage system yeah does not work for people. And then they can turn well, what's around the to point someone. Of it, then? What is the point of having it? Have no clue. And then they can turn around to someone like this and say, "I know you may not have a job because technically, if you haven't already got your leave to remain, you was here looking after your husband. You most haven't got a job." somehow you have to find 2404 pounds otherwise you can't stay here and it don't matter your husband has a house sell it oh wait but you can't sell it because you're not a citizen yes. so you legally oh, don't Lord. have do you know what i mean and then it
2: goes to the crown do you know They're how disgusting. much money disgusting. the crown takes on people that have died that have not made a will do you know how much is there billions something like 52 billion stop it pounds of people that have died and not left the money to their cat. I would leave <laughs> money to my
3: cat. I don't leave money to their cat <laughs> <laughs> No, but you know you can go on. There's a there's a um a government platform you can go out I mean I've seen it. I've been on it program. I've been on it, yeah. And you can go and look up all the unclaimed yeah. estates. Seen it there's and see a lot. if there's anybody on there that you may uh, you know relate to it. It goes
2: from A to Z yeah and there's a whole heap of names there's on there. a lot of
3: people on there i've been on and looked there. and
2: see let me see <laughs> <laughs> work it, out you know <laughs> unless
3: you got a, unless you got a claim to that to that person like you know that person obviously you can't claim it but i think they how long do they keep it on there for a couple of years and then it, obviously it goes, it goes to, to the crown her majesty but
2: yeah it's not hers
3: it's not it's hers. hers it's her it's her land didn't you know her land. Mind you, no, do you know Her something? face faces on
2: the money. Yeah. I've been looking, I've been looking at ways to get free land, all right?
4: Right.
2: Uh, it does take a long process. It's like 12 year process, okay? However, you can claim free land in this country. Really? You can. We'll talk about it later. And if you own land, you
3: your title changes from Mrs. to Lady. Yeah, to you Even if Laird, you own Lady. Lady and Lord you mean lady? Yeah,
2: lid. Oh,
3: okay. <laughs> okay. <laughs> That's, yeah. But if you own a piece of land, mm. you can be... Yeah, Yeah.
2: but you can in this country. and you can get it for free. Yes, yeah. So there, there's, there are ways to do it. There are ways to do it. But it is a very, very long process. You've
4: got to be... Okay.
2: Friendly. So going back to this um, home office thing, you created this woman, this Nigerian woman, she met her husband, Patrick, in 2014, married him in 2017. Um, she had a good job in Nigeria and the couple first re- uh, remained in their respective countries visiting each other regularly. Now, Eucrisha has a 13-year-old daughter, Chimkasina, and then Patrick ill. I guess Patrick is, sounds like he's probably English, right? Mm-hmm. G- given his name. And in January 2020... Eucretia moved to the UK permanently with her daughter to look after Patrick. Both of his legs and one of his arms were amputated after developing sepsis oh and she was granted a spouse visa. So while he was alive, Patrick's income had provided for the family's needs. He died of end-stage renal failure in September 21 and Eucretia was left struggling not only with her grief, what were the difficulties providing for herself and her daughter? Now, remember, she did have a job, but she left her job to come oh. and look after him here. All right? So that's the first thing.
3: Yeah? She wants to remain in the UK of her daughter and is surviving on universal credit. Sorry, they're a joke. Which leaves them both 500 a month for all their basic, all their basic needs after paying rent. She's applying for work in care homes. Um, she said, we asked the Home Office for a fee waiver for the bereaved partner concession, but they said no. The whole thing has really crushed me. My daughter has been given cans of food to bring home by her school to help us out. I mean, that's embarrassing now. Mm. She's also, she's always looking at my face to see if I've been crying. I don't like her to see me down. I don't want her to be... I want her to be happy I have to find money for two applications, one for me and one for my daughter, which amounts to almost 5,000 pounds. I don't have the money. That just vexed me even more because she's under, under 18. So technically, if she's going to school, they've accepted that she can be educated in the English schooling system. So why is she good enough to go to the English schooling system that they can claim... Because they're claiming money for her to go to school. Yeah. yeah? So why is she good enough to go to the English schooling system but the mum still has to apply for her to remain in this country? I would take as much as I could. That 5000
2: and I'm going back to my Nigeria. Seriously. I know she says she don't have the money and, you know, she says that the Refugee and Migrant Forum of Essex and London's campaigning for, for a fee waiver... But this guy, Nick Bills, who's the head of the campaign, said so the charity has come across at least six other cases, including Eucretia's case. And there could be many more.
3: The charity is supporting two women whose husbands died of COVID while the husband of the third was murdered.
2: Mm.
3: Hi, I'm getting vexed. Bill said, it's difficult to think of any possible justification for the government introducing a concession to protect grieving widows such as Eucaria, but then pricing them out of actually being protected. This is all the more harsh and infe- indefensible when you consider that only £491 of the 2414 one four hundred and fourteen application fee covers, that's gone up again because it, it was 2444 yeah. covers administrative costs. And the rest is government profit. Out of all government profit. So the government profit, I'm just gonna, just gonna do a quick calculation here. I can't do it on my head. So we've got two, let's say 2,404. 2,404. 2,900. Take away 491 pounds. We have 1,913 pounds. Yeah. And then there's six families. Yes. Yeah? so we'll times that minus six. 11,478 Ooh. pounds. And that's six cases of people that we know.
2: Yeah, because they said they could be quite a question a lot more.
3: That's outrageous. Yeah. And on top of that, we're paying more national insurance to to supposedly fund people like this lady, who don't have leave to remain, so technically isn't getting free NHS treatment, but she's have it to pay to remember her daughter is in school that she's also getting funded to go to school because the school have to accept, yes, this is one of our students. They will draw down that funding from the government. Mm. And the government in says, school, Yeah, we're happy it? to do that. Yeah. Right? And then they're taking eleven thousand pounds from these people who are grieving mm. during a pandemic where this woman was most probably locked in our house looking after our husband what, with, with no legs it? and no arm yeah, and sit, arm. having to watch him Darn. die yeah it says there though
2: that the home office spokesman said that the home office does not make a profit from the fees and to suggest that is inaccurate fees are set at a level to provide the resources necessary to operate a sustainable immigration system was that sending them to rwanda Those who benefit from using the UK's migration system should contribute towards the cost of operating it and reducing the burden on the UK taxpayer.
3: Reducing what burden? They've put our taxes up, so how have you reduced my burden? Yeah. How have you reduced my burden? If 100 people are applying for this £2,400, you've made £111... A £111 pounds profit that you spent Hundred eleven, four hundred and seventy-eight pounds pounds that's supposed to relieve my tax for my wages, but my tax has gone up. Yeah, well, they, it's, it's two sides of... They tell us something, but, you know, they're doing something completely different. They're paying for their parties. Yeah. yeah. And that most already paid for Mr Johnson's £50 pound fine. Mm-mm. And the extra 2,000, to, increase that they got in their wages. That's
2: what I'm saying. It doesn't need to be this way, does it? And it is the rich people that... I'm, I'm not going to say anything about rich people because it's got nothing to do with them. They're earning their money. However, to put put it up, like, five times from 491, because they're paying, they're still paying. It's not like they're not, is it? And if
3: they're not making a profit, why is it such a a, a massive increase? Why isn't it a 1,000 pounds, do you know mm. what I mean? Or... Or £600, like why is it, it's 2000 it's almost £2,500. Yeah. Why? And the the, the kicker is that she's on universal credit anyway. So they've accepted that they can't
6: pay her to live? Yeah.
3: How about, how about you reduce her universal credit for a couple of months, you use that money and Mm. then you can pay for it because Mm. you've already accepted that she needs to be paid by you. Why would you give her universal credit that's a government money just to tell them that you've got to pay the government so you can stay here. Yeah. That doesn't make
2: sense to me. I, I really need to look a little bit more into this, but just just doesn't the make sense. point of it, of the Home Office charging brief partners, 2400 nod for leave to remain in the UK, is just ludicrous, ridiculous, and it just shouldn't happen, really. Not at all. So we can understand... That the immigration is here. We can understand that this woman was married and that just by marrying someone doesn't give you instant citizenship.
4: It in does that do sense, the Ukrainians.
2: But now they are they have been speaking of sending the Ukrainians um to Rwanda. There has been talk of that,
3: but the, wi- wi- you know I'm gonna say it. The black Ukrainians
6: or the white Ukrainians.
3: <laughs> Very true, naturally, Lily. Um, hold that
2: thought and we'll see y'all in five this
6: is the station with all your music in one place Hi, I'm Wimbo 77 seven. and I'm naturally Lily join,
2: join us for the Let's Talk, Talk Drive Time, Time Show every
3: Tuesday evening between 6 and 8pm we discuss fun facts the word of the day and current events join in the conversation
0: see <laughs> you in the chat room Domilution Promotions and All Flavours Radio proudly present we ready to party again boat style, style. Come and party on board the permanently moored Teresa Joanne, King George V Dock Woolwich Man Away E16 QNJ on Saturday the 16th of July. Come and join us for a splendid night of fun, music, vibes and grown-up raving. Your entertainers will be Musty DJ Specialist and DJ Shyboy alongside the All Flavours Radio team of Ninja Man Lloyd, George Flavours, DJ Laro and DJ John J.E. Playing the best in soca, reggae, afrobeat, soul, and much much more. Smart dress is essential for this one. The first 100 ticket holders will get a complimentary glass of Prosecco and there'll be food available to buy supplied by Sunset Caterers. Boarding starts at 9.30pm and we party till 3.30am. Get your 20 tickets now from Eventbrite or getyourtickets.co.uk. We ready to party again! Are you? Sometimes, a simple question can be all it takes to interrupt someone's suicidal thoughts and start them on the road to recovery. The Samaritan Small Talk Saves Lives campaign is aimed at giving people the tools to help prevent suicide. Here's Claire to tell you more. A little small
5: talk and a simple question like, hello, what's the time? Where can I get a coffee? Or how great is this weather? Can be all it takes to interrupt someone's suicidal thoughts
0: and help set them on the journey to recovery. Find out more at samaritans.org. And remember, small talk saves lives.
7: Snapback FM presents a night called Keeping It Simple on Friday, 29th of July at the Refreshment Rooms. Entertainment on the night from Mr. Funky, DJT, Mr. Jams, Mr. Viking, DJ Tibbs and DJ Specialist. Doors open 10pm till 4am, first 50 tickets are £5, already selling fast, then it's £10 advanced tickets and more on the door. Location is refreshment rooms, 25 Broadway, London E15 4BQ. More info on tickets, birthday bookings, hen nights, stag nights, call 07930-495581 or 07831-540-449 or contact any of the DJs. Keeping it simple, no gimmicks, bringing you good music and
0: good vibes. Broadcasting worldwide, online, 24-7. All flavors ready.
4: So naturally lily
2: Well, it's been I'm gonna sit my teeth. Quite heated, quite heated tonight. Um that first question that we spoke of, or asked the, the audience, how are you doing out there, audience? Um, is do men have the right to make choices on what women do?
3: Your thoughts? The answer to the question is no. Mm. However, however, we're gonna get heated again. Um, Men seem to be making a lot of decisions on what women do with their bodies at the moment. And... Where do I start? So I want to talk about what's happening in... um, Go on. Men shouldn't have no right to
2: make a choice over my body. But they are, though. But they are. Mm.
3: Yeah. Aren't they? They're telling you what you can and what you can't do with your body. What? In this country, not so much, but... According to Amnesty International... Not
2: yet. Yeah, but to a degree, yeah, I guess so. Amnesty International is saying we should be able to make our own decisions about our health, body and sexual life. That's just a basic human right, okay? So I know in America there's been a lot of talk on abortion, isn't there? Yep. Lot of talk on abortion. Um, what other things? That a man been- has
3: made a rule to say that if you that it's illegal. Mm. And I, I I'm very divided about this because I used to have really, really strong views on abortion. Mm. And as I've grown and like understood certain things in life, my personal idea on it has changed. And I I'm completely against a man saying to a woman you it's illegal for you to make this decision about your own life because that same man when that woman is forced to bring a child into this world will then penalize her again for neglecting that child yeah but you told me I had to have it I didn't I didn't choose to have it myself, and there's I read something on Reddit actually, which is exactly in this same line, and this man and woman got together, they were um in a relationship, and she got pregnant. She stated, "I don't want this baby. I'm gonna get rid of it," and he was like, "No, no, no, don't do that. If you don't want to have the baby, then we'll have to work something." Else. She goes, "No." I don't want it. Mm. So if I go through with this, I'm relinquishing my parental responsibilities. You are going to be the sole provider. I will, I will give you child maintenance, but I want I wash my hands. I don't want anything to do with the child. He agreed. Right. They signed paperwork. The baby came. They signed paperwork. She relinquished her parental rights because she was very clear mm. in the beginning. She said, I don't want it. Yeah. Yeah. The man is now a single parent, obviously, because that's what you chose. Because you chose. You were, yeah. you were given the option. The Which, man was given the option. Yeah, and she,
2: she went f- um, through with the, the right. agreement.
3: He's now <laughs> he's now taking her to court be- because she's a deadbeat parent.
2: But he knew, he knew. It's not like she didn't lay it on the table for him. Whereas in a lot of cases, the women are the ones that end up with the children. Right? Exactly. However, she said, Okay, um, um all right, I don't want the baby. I'm not ready to be a parent right now, but I will have the baby. But you are going to have to take on that parental control. responsibility. Yeah. And look after the child. And, and she, she followed agreed. it up
3: with legal she was legally backed in her decision. Mm. She went to the courts, she said to the courts, I have said I don't. He said he wants it. It's his I don't want want to have any so when he took her to court, the judge was like, I don't really understand. And she even here? pays him more than yeah. what the court had said she like should Japan- yeah. And she the court the, the judge said to her, I don't really understand. I don't really understand what you want from me because she was very clear with you in yeah, the beginning. Absolutely. And he's complaining, Oh, she hasn't ever met the child. It's it's um I think it was six but months. She was clear. It's six months now and they don't they never had a relationship. Because she already told you that she did that's what Not what she wanted. But these are the same men Mm. that are deciding how you should procreate, how you should deal with your body. Yeah,
2: because another one is a woman is refused contraception because she doesn't have a husband's permission. Oh. Yeah, but... What? Possibly not here. Might be in another country. But I did see a snippet of it. it was, again, religion. And the husband, the wife was very young. He married her when she was 13. She had lost a baby, because their whole thing in their religion, I think, was to procreate. Right. So she'd lost the baby. The doctors, he says, oh, uh, to the doctors, she she lost the baby before, but she would never receive medical treatment for that. So that was, and now she was pregnant again at 14. Like, it must have been months later. So they treated her again. And then he said, I am her husband. I make... I make the rules. OK, so they said to her, you know, she they, they that she could have treatment because they found that she had cancer. Mm. So she could have the treatment, but that might make her a bit infertile or a hysterectomy. The husband's like, no, she's like not having treatment. anything. Just hurry up. I want to take her out of the hospital. And then obviously one of the doctors got to her. He spoke to her and she said she asked about the hysterectomy. She says, I want it. Mm-hmm. And then the, she they were wheeling her down to have the hysterectomy. And he took her. And the them. husband, no, the husband's like, what are you doing? She goes, we're going to give her this procedure. And he goes, well, you'll be damned. You'll be, what do they call them? Outcasted. Outcasted from the church. No one's going to want you. This is the man that was making the decision over that young woman's body. So, sorry, that was a bit of a long-winded story. No, but, but do you know what? You know.
3: Even in... I've seen it Mm. where you have religious couples Mm. and the woman is almost forced to make certain decisions that she doesn't want to make. Yeah. And I'm sorry jay couldn't tell me to take contraception or to not take contraception that will always be my decision because
2: a woman should be in control of her fertility we've said it many many times haven't we yeah like you said the question is should a man be able to tell a woman what to do with her body right No. do men have the right to make choices on what women do yet like you said a lot of men are making these decisions be it husbands be it uh politicians because it seems to be a lot of politicians a poli- that making the a poli- top choices. Right? And they're making
3: dangerous decisions. Yeah. Because a part of this abortion um, law is that even if it's ectopic pregnancy is illegal for you to yeah. get rid of an ectopic pregnancy. Oh, that's dangerous. Who is making these decisions? It's not someone who's medically minded because if you understood what an ectopic pregnancy is yes, not yes. only is it excruciatingly painful mm. for that woman she is at risk. That is not a viable pregnancy. It's not gonna go to full time. Okay, I say not. I think there have been like two cases. Not going where... To full term in, in, not full term, but the ectopic pregnancy has developed and the baby has developed, and at like six months or I think it was really? six to six to eight months they managed to have a live baby. That's very
2: dangerous. But so. it's
3: extremely dangerous. So not only are you putting my life at me Mum's life. taking away my choice. Yeah. There's not going to be a baby at the end of this.
2: Yeah. So this, this, there's a global campaign going. It's My Body, My Rights. And it's Amnesty Global Campaign to stop the control of criminalisation of sexuality and reproduction. So it's to join us in defending sexual and reproductive reproduct- rights for all. It's your body. No, you're right. So we do, you know...
3: And it's... I'm not a feminist, but it's almost like you're forced to be. Mm, mm. You're but it's not forced anything to do to with be. Feminism,
2: feminism. But merely, it is. is.
3: Because this is Why? exactly the same... These were the same arguments that they were having when they were burning their bra. When they're saying, no, I want to have equal equal rights to a man. This yeah. is an equal right. And no one tells you about... No one tells men about their fertility. Mm. No one says, you have to get the snip. No one says, you have to reproduce with me. No one. No one dictates to a man how he should be... Treating his body. body.
4: Yeah. Otherwise,
3: all us women could force our men to go and get their prostates checked. Mm. Do you understand? No one's dictating to a man. But, and that's something
2: that's good for them, though. Exactly. That's something that's actually good for them to say, go and get, do this because we love you and we want to make sure that you're okay.
3: But a man can sit behind a desk and mm. say, no, nah, we're going to take that right away from her because they're not equal to us. Mm. And then an- another reason they've done it is because of it is to do with race. It's because supposedly in their data,
4: mm.
3: black women are higher there's a there's a high percentage of black women who um have abortions. But it's not a higher percentage. It's the way this the data has it's been collected week, yeah. is in populations where there are less white women and more black women, it looks like it's more small. black women are having abortions but they also don't have access to free contraception in America so something's got to give it's quite expensive isn't it it's ridiculous yeah
2: so what are our sexual and reproductive rights you have the rights to know and learn about your body sexual health and relationships and did you know a global scandal one out of 10 girls worldwide aged under 18 have been forced to have sex or perform perform sexual acts the true number is likely to be higher so that's one in 10 globally of girls worldwide, all right, because there's sex trafficking isn't it, yeah, and again, these sex traffickers they're not well, maybe there are women involved because i've yeah, seen, there are I've seen in Kenya where they there's a woman she sets it up, but it's the man that's running the operation yeah. so again it's a man dictating what a woman can do with her body, so what they do is they'll tell the woman, oh there's work abroad, and when they get abroad. They've got, they, they're entrapped in, like, sexual mm. working. They'll take their passport and they've got to try and pay their way back to get that passport to leave. So that's happening a lot in ke- places like Kenya and Ghana, OK? Egypt. Is it Egypt as Italy. well? Italy. Wow. See? Uh, Germany. Although in Germany, I know that it's, there are legal places in Germany where you can actually be a sexual worker. Yeah. Uh, you will get benefits just like you know health benefits mm. pay your taxes mm. so it, it makes it a little bit more not that it's they, right. they're not
3: going in i know yeah. that there's still sex trafficking there but they're not going in into these some of the women are not going into these places being forced Some are yes. choosing to go and exactly. make that their work because yeah.
2: they might like doing the job some women might actually like prostitution i would, I would say the word I personally yeah. feel that's what corny or but sexual yeah. work sexual working Some women might enjoy that, and it is a service that you're providing for the man, so that's fair enough. But it's the ones that are under 18, and they're forced, that's right, naturally, Lily, the ones that are forced to perform these acts upon these maybe older, dirty men. Okay, so 40% of women of childbearing age live in countries where abortion is banned, restricted or not accessible. So again, it's going... It's
3: just going to force them to go... You know them older films that you watch? Yeah. And a girl comes in and it's all bloody and stuff. Mm. It's just going to force people to do that. And then... I know they don't care. I know they don't care.
6: Yeah.
3: But do you not care that women are going to be putting their life at risk in that way?
6: Yeah.
3: And then you're going to have to be paying more into the mental health...
2: Well, no, because these are, in in some cases, in countries where they don't care about the women. So maybe in this country, yeah, it's possibly not going to... We, we have access to certain things. Mm. Whereas in these other countries, we're looking at it from a global scale now, in these other countries, they're restricted or it's not accessible, these these things. I remember and that, that was a the
3: question they asked, though. When mm. I When I went... Um, for my first appointment. No, when I went to the GP, yeah, and told them I was pregnant. The f- one of the first questions they asked is, mm. "Is this, is this something you wanted?" Mm. And it, no. I feel like it's their way of finding out how you got pregnant. Like, mm. oh, are you happy about it? Are you gonna harm yourself? Blah blah. blah. So in that instance, I feel like our, um healthcare system is a is a is very different i mean the care is not great but the 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 system how it works when you have options yeah Is very different when we
2: have options exactly what about the places that don't have options yeah and it says here 250 million women are not using contraception even though they want to stop or delay having children i
3: understand that though
2: i get that yeah because one it might be the cost yeah. Like it said, two, it may not be accessible. And three, your husband might say, you're not having contraception.
3: Or they don't want to use it because it they don't want to use messes it up your hormones. That too. Because I, I'm that person. I yeah. use them, but I don't want to. Mm, that too, that's very true. So there's there's that reason as well. I understand why women wouldn't use it, but mm. if it's their choice.
2: Yeah, then they should have the choice though, isn't it? They should have the choice to use it or not Mm. and that's 215 million Mm. women not using contraception and we haven't even gone into things such as rapes of women so Mm. we'll be talking about that in our next scenario of a woman that was actually abducted and a man tried to take mastery over her but she got mastery over him Okay. But this is happening on a daily basis in many places. Like I know South Africa. They've got a very high rate of women being raped. And there's a double edged sword there sword there because a lot of the men that are raping the women have HIV. Yeah. Yeah. And a lot of them do end up there there is a I think there's a woman, she she made this rape device.
6: That, oh, yeah, you
2: know, I know what you're talking about, yeah. And um, we, we need things like this, really. Okay, so break in the silence. When it comes to our bodies and relationships, our freest conversation tend to happen in our heads. Often we keep these thoughts secret. Why? Perhaps it's because we feel that we can't say openly what we want openly in society that we live in, okay? <coughs> so these social norms are controlled by governments, our communities, and even our families. When we challenge these norms, we feel guilty embarrassed, we fear being stigmatised, even jailed, and because of this we keep silent. Yeah. The thing is, I, I've been watching this thing, it's called Meet and Marry Murder. Yeah, on Netflix. Right. It's shocking. Absolutely shocking. Of how in some cultures they marry off the young girls, as young as um, 13, 14, 15, married to these older men, mm. The uh, marriage doesn't work out, but maybe the woman's got a couple of children, and the woman will eventually pluck up the courage to leave. But in and some putting cases, putting herself at more risk by she leaving. Puts herself at more risk. And in most of these cases, because they call them honor killings, because mm. it's against their culture, it's that a woman should never leave a man and all this kind of thing, they end up being murdered by their spouse. Mm. Or, you know, some. there was one where a woman was coerced into going into a relationship with this man. And I don't know why we're so easily coerced.
3: Because you want, you want love and you want to be desired. So it's easy. If that's what you, that's what you want, it's easy mm. for someone to trap you. And
2: then you're treated badly by that person. Or you're, you're 15, 16, you get married and then your husband treats you badly. Maybe he didn't want the marriage. But you didn't ask him to marry. It was arranged.
3: Yeah, but it's culture,
2: you know? isn't it? Culture. It's culture. But in the sense that the husband now thinks that you are his property. Because you that's are the in their culture. Wow.
3: And I think that's one thing how we have to ask. people be ac- property? We have to ask... Ac- Evie, asking that question. <laughs> I'm asking
2: that question. I'm sorry.
3: You know how people can be property. Someone could say, oh, I own true. ya. Yeah,
2: that's true, you know. I
3: own ya. <laughs>
2: Why did I ask that question?
3: But <laughs> Yeah. True. Anyone can be anyone can be property based on culture and how the society views that process. Obviously, in the Western world now, mm. we hear slavery. We know how I feel about slavery, but that was accepted at like one then, point in this yes, country. It was, it, was it was accepted in the U.S. In here, in the European countries, slavery was accepted. It's it was someone's property
2: in some places in this world. But yeah, that's what I'm saying, is, enslaved, you yeah. can
3: still be a slave Jeez. in these countries. Mm. However, we now in this kind in these Western worlds look at I'm gonna say like the Asian um communities, <gasps> arranged marriage. But actually, that's their culture. It's mm. when it it's when we now see the negative sides of it, because there are many I know someone that was in arranged. I'm not saying that there's anything
2: wrong with,
3: uh, with no, arranged I know, marriage. Yeah. But they only show us the negative. We only right. know in when they put it out in the media, like on Meet, Marry, Murder, yeah. you see the the awful side yeah. of what happens in arranged Jeez. marriages. And the girl doesn't want to go because she's 12 and she's marrying a 40-year-old mm. man. Yeah, but and is it's that like, how right? is that even fair? But they used to do it yes. in these countries. True, true. You understand? So and you the birth... king of this country... It's indoctrination. Indoctrination!
2: <laughs> indoctrination.
3: They used to do it in this country, so so we have to, like, it's shocking, but it's not shocking. Mm. But it's only shocking to us because they don't do it no more and they make it seem to us like it's something so outrageous and outlandish and unacceptable.
2: Yeah, it's true. It's
3: true. But it is, it is not right to marry a 12-year-old off to a 14-year-old man. I'm sorry, that's just not acceptable.
2: But Lily you just said that it's their culture so we have but, no right to But as well
3: no a 12 year old female who doesn't have access to education because of that relationship mm. is not fair I I believe if if arranged marriages are your culture that's your culture but that woman that lady that female should not be um restricted of but you know she's going to be
2: as we said Not they, all of
3: them are though
2: Not not in most case scenarios, probably a percentage they might be really be treated very well. Yeah. But I think it's more of a majority than a minority that are mistreated because this older man with this young child or young person, so we're seeing about the girls worldwide under um, 18, one in 10 forced to perform sexual acts, or the 40% of women childbearing age. Living countries where abortions banned or restricted or not accessible, or these 215 million women that don't have access to contraception. Yeah, and even you know you can go by cycle and all that, but maybe they don't even know those, half of those things either. You see, so
3: it's you've really got to be in tune with your cycle to do that. Yeah,
2: way. yeah. So it says through this campaign, my body, my rights. We want to help people break this silence because right now there are a lot of us who don't know we have rights and are therefore unable to claim them. So third party control is decisions that are our right, like whether or when we have children have become a matter for the governments to control. They have no right to control that. But some governments also allow other people in our lives to make choices for us, like doctors, faith leaders, our parents. And some fail to meet their obligation to provide the information and services that people have a right to know.
3: This, I want to speak on this, yeah. because we've said this before in this show, mm. and especially in the black community, African Caribbean community, we are so prudish when it comes to sex and talking to our children about it. It's just, no, no, no you don't do that. That yeah. That's the conversation we have about sex. And I personally feel that this falls under the same category of young women not having access mm. to what is available to them contraception wise them, and not it? making smart decisions yeah because if you hide something from a child they're going to go and explore to try and find out what it is so if you try and tabooify you know because that's what you're doing no i made it up
4: <laughs> so if you try
3: and make that such a taboo subject. taboo yeah. They're going to go and explore, aren't they? Yeah,
2: absolutely. absolutely. And then you're going to
3: be the grandparent with a 15-year-old a girl. Yeah, and in it... America, Mm-mm. yeah, the grandparents are responsible for those children because... The, the, they end up
2: hypothetically looking after them at the time, don't they? Exactly. You know? Yeah.
3: So if you're not having these conversations and you're not saying, look... I don't want you to, but mm. if you are going to, this is what you need to do. Yeah. If you're not going to have that conversation, yeah,
6: absolutely, you fall into
3: this category. You fall into this category of making a decision about that young girl's body mm. because you have chosen to withhold that information from her. I have daughters. This is a traumatic thought Seen for it. me.
4: Seen it. I,
3: I'm scared, so you have to but speak I know about you ha- it. I have to have these conversations. And you
2: don't have to speak about it in like a scary kind of way. you got to make it so they understand the the repercussions, and you know because every time that we make a choice or a decision, there's going to be a con. You know there's mm. going to be repercussion for the choices and decisions that we make. So if they know that they have a choice and that there's right if we do it um such and this way, that it's going to lead down yeah. that way, and if you do it that way, it's going to lead down this way. Mm. At least they will
3: know. Yeah. It's when you don't. Because they're going to just get the information from their friend. Exactly. And their friend don't know neither. Exactly. Exactly. So could you imagine being married
2: to your rapist? Um, To be forced to see that person all the time would be devastating, right? So there's a lot of women in Burkina Faso, women that have been refused contraceptive health clinics unless they're accompanied by their husbands. Oh, come on. So this is happening in Algeria, Morocco, Tunisia. Okay. And... It's a lot of the time the women or the men that they're with are they actually they're their predator
3: i'm sorry i've just heard yeah. Else.
2: yeah what's that
3: in ireland yeah abortion is illegal i didn't know this and even contraception yeah is that because it's a catholic country
4: yeah yeah so they still have Do you no know
3: what views. i just i re- i was so against abortion i And it was a religious thing. It was because that's what we're brought up to believe. That is completely wrong. And I understand, I do understand the methodology behind it. I Mm. understand why, you know, you're taught life is precious. I get that. Yeah. But if we're going to go there, even the scriptures, Mm. at some points they've encouraged it because not everything is advantageous the
2: thing is though that, that script one of the ones that you sent me in exodus when it says if you think that the the wife's gone outside of the relationship you give her, her that, an elixir
3: to drink to terminate yeah but, it says it the in the scriptures
2: the husband if you find out that's, that's
3: but again the man has control over your body <laughs> exactly the man because i don't have a, i don't have a voice
4: Mm. and it I'd says that
2: here because in some cases rapists can avoid prosecution by marrying their victims
4: oh and they're
2: often my. teenage girls in some of these countries it's deep But well, don't guys. you have to deep. say I do when you get married it's de- but she, she's forced that she'll, she'll get killed or something you just don't know do you and by that time they're probably so traumatised that they're just living
3: in a haze do you know just like it's never gonna it's never, gonna, it's never gonna be fixed is it it's never gonna be fixed
2: yeah so beautiful people, oh, this God. is this is the reality that we're living in, and this we're just bringing the whole case scenario to you and letting you know what's going on in our world today. Am- Amnesty International are fighting in regard to this. What is that that you just saw naturally? No, just
3: the thing on Ireland that mm. um, twelve women a day travel to the UK for a termination between nineteen eighty and two thousand and twelve. Yeah.
2: And it says and in many countries, having sex outside of marriage, loving someone of the same gender, or simply dressing outside of the social norm is enough to land you in jail.
3: Yeah, there's a couple of Caribbean countries that if you're um, <clears throat> if you're a homosexual, you go to prison.
4: The
3: mm-hmm. show,
2: <laughs> very close to the end of the show, and we still have that one. Uh, ...scenario to, to discuss... I think we should come back you know, to that scenario. Do you think we should come back to it? Because yeah. it's in line it's with been this it's been quite scenario. heavy. Yes, very it's true. It's been quite heavy. It's very, very true. And um, it's just... It's shocking for me, I think, just seeing, like, how it f- unfolds. Yeah. But there are people fighting... ...in the corner of women... ...in order to highlight these issues. Not just... Uh, it's worldwide... But as close, you were shocked that Ireland was even on I, that list. Yeah, yeah, because
3: I just, I mean, I know we said, we were talking about America, mm. <laughs> that they've out made it like, illegal, but literally, where the next to follow? Yeah. That, that's, that's why I'm shocked because Ireland's. It was like right that. Ireland's. It is
2: though. You couldn't, back in like the 70s, 80s, that was unheard of that you would go and. Have that's emanation. why there were back, back street places and then lots of women were dying. Yeah.
3: But then how can you how can you, say yes to some things and no to others? Like, for example, the morning after pill. Does that mean yeah. that would be a no then? But then I guess
2: that's not available in Ireland.
3: Because they don't have contraception.
2: The Contraception is a big issue in Ireland. And abortion, yeah. And whether we agree with it or we don't agree with it... You it's know, about we're choice. Have... Yeah, still our choice. body, our choice, As We've noticed we should and do have rights over human rights. Well, over, actually,
3: you know... we say this now and something mm. just comes to my head. We don't have a choice because I remember a couple of months ago when they was telling us if you don't get vaccinated, mm. you are going to lose your job. So actually, it's already <laughs> happening, isn't it? Isn't you, as we're speaking about it, it the, 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 the darkness has now come to light it's actually happening and it's not like we could have our opinions on how we feel about vaccinations how we think what we think about abortion what we think about contraception we are entitled to our opinion they happen in our head no one needs to know what they are but when you start forced because inevitably this is someone who's forced their opinion yeah on how they feel about something on someone else i believe that Life starts at the moment of con- at the moment of conception. When that sperm goes to that egg, that's when. Sometimes it's the body
2: naturally expels it as well, doesn't it? Exactly. Yeah. So, because something's possibly not right with the baby or whatever, but um, at the end of the day, we should, the, we should have that. We should have, have the trace. right. And growing backlash is that these restrictions still exist. Tells us that, that there's much to do. And the backlash against sexual and reproductive rights is brewing, driven by well-funded and organised interest groups at the highest level. Some governments are trying to roll back these rights, questioning the ideas of reproductive rights and gender equality, or branding oh, yeah, the principle of, of human rights for all. As Western, because we live in the Western world, we highlighted that some of these cultures, that they have very different ideas. Mm. What's clear is that our rights to express our sexuality and make decisions over our own bodies, are being challenged. Exactly what you said there, naturally, Lily. That, you know, you use the... COVID. The, the injection, the vaccination ideology there, right? Yeah. And at that point, you had to make a choice of whether to keep your job or not.
4: Mm.
2: And that was unfair because it's our right to do what we want to do. All right? So that My Body, My Rights campaign will try and halt the trend, you know... It's particularly in places like Algeria, Bur- Burkina Faso, El Salvador, Island, Nepal, Morocco, Western Sahara and Tunisia. And through it, will reach. they'll reach out to people around the world and encouraging them or encouraging us, which we're doing right now, to break the silence that surrounds these issues as a first step to reclaiming our, our rights over our bodies. Yeah, <laughs> my goodness, <laughs> it's my body. It is, it is. Oh, you know. So we've got to break the silence. Boy. We have to break the silence. It just
3: do you know what do you know what any what it takes? It takes one woman to make a decision about mm. a man's body and that's it. That's all it takes. One woman needs to make a decision mm. about a man's body. One woman did. Who? Bobbit. Who's Bobbit?
2: I don't know what the husband done, but she snip snip.
3: No, I mean legally I don't, I, don't mean, I don't mean like that I mean, enough women have done that Put a bit of pepper there, you know No, I mean legally oh, One woman shall. needs to legally make a decision Yeah About a man's body
2: But what decision would you make? Because, going back, we're going to go into that article now We're going to go into that article
9: Balance it that Blessed love.
10: those Up your emotional baggage. With those things, you will have to when you see John Cherry. Eyes.
3: says no she
2: means no no
3: I don't that's not the same it's no it's not the same how it's it's two completely different things the reason why I say that is because (laughs) it's different it is different how lily the argument of no means no Mm. that it it is related a little bit to this um, men making decisions on our body yeah but that that is a as a everybody's on the same playing field when it comes to that idea of when mm. a woman says no. Whereas this, there are some women they that no are in choice. agreement with out, out making things like this illegal. Women are on, this, are on the same page as well. It's not just a man is making the, the final decision inevitably, but there are women on these boards as well that are agreeing to this. I
2: know, I know, that's the scary part. Whereas that one, but then they've probably never had to suffer the way that some of these other women have to suffer. Yeah. Yeah, and that's why they're there, or they're in line with the dude or the men that making these decisions. Like I always think of that pretty Patel, and the things that she's doing. It's gonna bite her in the backside anyway. But like, (sighs) you're thinking about other people that you
3: that it's going to affect you as well in the long run. But it doesn't because they're elite. It won't affect them because they're up there making the decisions. So they know. Look at the party. Mm. Look at the party that he had in his backyard. And you say, oh, it's going to affect them too. It did. He paid 50 quid for it. But look at the difference. Look at the difference. A slap on the hands compared to people that were were sent fines of like 10 grand. Mm. They don't have 10 grand (laughs) to pay.
2: A whole leap is coming out from the... um from Parliament right now. People killing people, people watching porn and all sorts of in things. In all sorts of chambers. things coming out, you know, and it's, you know, Babylon is falling. London London's is falling, falling, man. It's falling because it can't go on. It can't go on. Okay? So naturally, Lily, So going into, on the back of that, we're going to go in and look at this woman's story. She's Freda Gibbs. And in 1993, Snoop Dogg Gin and juice poured from house party speakers across the globe and into red-coloured Dixie cups was the same year Uncle Will's cavist would foreshadow the night's imminent danger. However, this woman, Frida Gibbs, she's a world-renowned kickboxer. Mm-hmm. She went to this party, okay? She'd lost her paycheck. She didn't have a bus for her home and she was playing this game of dominoes with this dude, yeah? She was a bit strapped for cash, so she needed to get home. Mm -hmm. And um, so this guy that she'd been playing dominoes with all night, Lonnie Franklin Jr., okay, her friends weren't ready to go home. She wanted to go home. So he said, I'll drop you home. Mm -hmm. Okay, and we're looking at the question, you go to a party, you get kidnapped, what do you do? So in line with that thing, what we were just speaking about as well. So then when they're driving down the road... And she's saying, she said to him, all right, just turn right here. And he turns left. And she thought, oh, because she recalled the way that he shut the door, that something wasn't quite right. Mm. So she's told him again, turn right, he turned left. And then he pulls up. He says, I need to get coffee and pulls up in this secluded area. Mm. And then she tries to get out the car. There's no handle on the car. She realises that she's been kidnapped. Mm. She looks at the back. There's a padlock on the back of the van. And she thought, "Uh uh-oh. And then he turns around and says, let me stick it in B. Yeah? Yeah? And she says no. She tells him no. Mm. He says the same thing again to her. Mm. And she says, no. Okay? So then he goes charging at her and the rest is history. Mm. Now, she, put, did she, put yeah, she did she put herself in that situation? Yeah, she did. She put herself in that situation because she didn't really know who the guy was. No,
3: and why did she gamble away her fair? Because we do stupid things
2: sometimes. Yeah. Yeah. However, thankfully, she was, like I said, the world class kickboxer so she was able to protect herself in this situation he charged at her and then she somehow got hold of him she blocked him and then she got hold of his crown jewels Mm. stretched him up and says where's the key (laughs) she wanted to get out where's the key and he was like trying to fight back and then she stretched him up some more where's the key he told her where the key is she gets it she got out of that situation Mm. it turns out that this guy was actually A serial killer. Oh, my gosh. And after 25 years, they couldn't find him. Um, But obviously this led up to his arrest. Okay. Okay. She said she got out of the van, she locked it up, she ran and then she tossed the keys. Wow. And that led to him being caught. All right.
3: So what would we do if we was at a party and we ended
2: up in this kind of situation?
3: I'd like to say I wouldn't end up in this situation, Mm. but what do you do? Like, she's lucky, she, she's lucky she was able to fight him off. Yeah. But I honestly don't think, I, I, I would not like to think I would have got myself into that
4: situation no, in the I think, first
2: place. Yeah, you were saying something earlier about if you go out as friends. Yeah, you should you leave, leave together. Leave together, you go together, you leave together because that's when someone com- becomes vulnerable. Vulnerable, yeah when the group is broken up. There, I've had home. a
3: couple of stories where the girl's been kidnapped or has been um, assaulted because mm. I wanted to leave, my friends didn't want to leave, so I left. Or my friends left me because they saw me dance with some dude. And I'm just like, not to be funny, but... I mean, I know we got this running joke that you ended up on the train by yourself <laughs> on the, on the um, hen party and stuff. But I'm that person that if... If we're leaving, everyone's going together. Mm. Like, there have been times when I've been... Mm. Like, we've been out and I've seen my friend dance with some guy or whatever. And I'm like, no, 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 let's go. It's and time. I'll grab her by the arm. And, be, and the same thing, like, with me. I've been out with my friends, got a bit too tipsy. And they'll be like, okay, holding me, either arm, <laughs> let's go. Do you know what I mean? It's... it's, But that's because I've got good, <laughs> I've got good friends. Yeah. I just... I don't believe in you all going out together and you go in your separate ways, I just... Even to the point where they sleep on my couch, do you know what I mean? You can't... Yeah,
2: and even to the point, was it recently that a policeman was charged? Yeah. See? So you can't even trust a policeman. If you want to know the time, don't ask a policeman, because you just don't know what he's going to do to you. Yeah. And that's a sad thing. So really, it's safety in numbers, really, everybody. You know, you go to a party... You know, in a, this together. way, Frida Gibbs, she got off very lightly because she could fight for herself. But if we can't defend ourselves, then what do we do? And thankfully, it's Bite, not like it's dig America. out the eyes. Yeah, I think that's what um, Chanel Taylor said. Just have something sharp, just yeah. ready to juke them up with it or something. I do because what she did. Grab the crown jewels and grab the crown jewels. She said they didn't. She didn't know they could stretch like elastic <laughs> but He was in a lot of pain. All right, and um, she got she got out with her life. <sighs> but yeah, if we're going out to a party, as another thing is not to accept drinks from people. No way. All right, and make sure that you keep your drink with you all the time. The moment you it's walk amazing, away from your drink, it's not. It's not. Yours it's no anymore. good. Don't drink it. Yeah. Um, yeah. So you know, I just sort of have had a really great idea and I might just think about putting that into. So what's in our book today, naturally, okay. Lily?
3: So we have got eggs on the menu again. Eggs contain heart-protective nutrients including antioxidants, folate, other B vitamins and unsaturated fats that can counteract the effects of saturated fats and cholesterol.
2: Excellent. So there you go. So saturated fats and cholesterol... Is cholesterol not bad for us, though? Yeah, that they've got things that can fight against cholesterol. Well, they fight against cholesterol, so eggs are very good for us. Apparently. And they, they're nice, I like eggs. I don't I like mine poached. A nice poached egg. I don't like With eggs. a bit of salmon, you know. Very, when I very went nice. vegan,
3: yeah. I didn't miss eggs. Okay. And even after coming back from being vegan, I took maybe six months before I had an egg again. Yeah,
2: but it d- depends on the type. It does make a difference, you know, between organic and
3: and. The other one. Do you want me to tell you a joke? I might put you off organic. What? (laughs) Someone was recording this old woman. I think it was in Tesco or Aldi. Oh, she wasn't changing the eggs over. (laughs) She was. So obviously the cost of living has gone up and we have gotten a taste of (laughs) certain things. And she liked organic eggs. She was sopping over the brand like the tesco's brand eggs and swapping out the organic eggs from the you can tell but it tells
2: you on the top it does it does have a mark on the egg it tells you on the top and when you break it you see the difference
3: but by the time you've broken it you already bought the
2: eggs <laughs> but it's uh, anyway
10: <laughs> she was peeping at the oh eggs. what a
2: naughty woman upper class stealing that you is. see yeah but uh, it's the times we're living in
3: Tough times yeah, someone tough else missions. came and found some other some old man sitting in his couch in his front room feeding the dog and they was having beans on toast watching watching daytime television. Well the old dude. Yeah he just came in and found him in his house, he broke into his house. Uh, but it didn't break in like he managed to jimmy the lock. Yeah. And he's like, What's going on? The dog was up there. It's, so basically he must be doing this. He must have done it before. But he was in the man's front room watching TV. He didn't teeth, nothing. He didn't well, he'd the beans on toast But he'd made himself a meal <laughs> Was sitting oh, down remember the old
2: man was in his house having beans on toast Yes,
3: the old man An old man broke into his house Broke into this random guy's house oh. Made himself a sandwich Made himself some beans on toast, sorry And gave some to the dog And they were sitting When the man got into his house He caught the old man in his house Sitting in his chair Eating the beans on toast and watching TV Oh do you think he got him arrested
2: then? or no, he didn't. Oh no, the guy got away. It's not good. The guy got away. Tough times. Remember, tough Same times never last. Beautiful people. Tough times never last, but tough people do. Okay, yeah. remembering that for whenever we feel like things are too hard. Mm. Shouting out um George Flavors, Governor. High five to you, George. Thank you so much for this platform. Thank you, listeners, for tuning in as well as you can catch Darnell the Therapist and Charlie Muir Wednesday night, um, Charlie Muir 7 till 9 for the General Disarray Show and also Darnell the Therapist for the Wellbeing Show from 9 to 11. So naturally, Lily, it's been a great show tonight. Thanks for coming in. And I guess there'll be God left to say. Or we'll, we'll see y'all on the, on the other, other side. side. Take care now.
5: play